the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Republican defections, the yes votes on Build Back Better. Thirteen Republicans basically bailed Nancy Pelosi out. She did not have the votes within her own party to do this. I think what they did was put themselves on a path to early retirement. Mass casualties at a Houston concert. Obviously a very extremely tragic night. People uh, go to these events looking for a good time. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Monday, November 8th. I'm Rich Thomason. Security heightened around Baghdad after a failed drone assassination attempt on the Iraqi leader. At least two armed drones targeted the residence of Iraq's prime minister in the heavily fortified green zone in Baghdad. Several of his security personnel were injured in an attack which has significantly ramped up tensions after Iran-backed militias refused to accept last month's parliamentary election results. Al-Qadimi was unharmed and spoke on Iraqi TV, looking calm with a bandage on his left hand. Cowardly rocket and drone attacks don't build homelands and don't build a future. The sound of an explosion and heavy gunfire could be heard throughout Baghdad. Photos of the damage showed smashed windows and doors blown off their hinges at the Prime Minister's residence. I'm Karen Chamas. Correspondent Charles Della Desmond tells us that since the October coup in Sudan, the international community has stepped up mediation efforts to try to find a way out of the crisis. The takeover has upended the country's fragile planned transition to democracy rule more than two years after a popular uprising forced the removal of longtime autocrat Omar al-Bashir and his Islamist government. Now the Sudanese Professionals Association, which led the uprising against al-Bashir, says that mediation initiatives which seek a new settlement between the military and civilian leaders would reproduce and worsen the country's crisis. The SBA vows to continue protesting until a full civilian government is established to lead the transition. More than 90 people are dead, at least 30 others critically injured after an oil tanker exploded near Sierra Leone's capital. Moments before the explosion, people crowd round the oil tanker to collect leaking fuel after it had collided with another vehicle. Video obtained by the Associated Press shows a giant fireball burning in the night sky and charred remains of some victims laying strewn at the scene awaiting transport to mortuaries. President Julius Madabio, in Scotland attending the UN climate talks, deplored the horrendous loss of life. While Sierra Leone's vice president visited two hospitals overnight, he said the nation's National Disaster Management Agency and others would work tirelessly in the wake of the emergency. I'm Charles Diladesma. Thirteen Republicans, mostly moderates, gave a thumbs up in the 11th hour to President Biden's $1 trillion-plus tax-and-spend infrastructure bill, passing the House 228 to 206. The president, speaking to reporters, mocked former President Trump using a phrase 
uttered by the 45th president. Infrastructure week. More of a verbal <laughs> high five than a victory lap. I'm so happy to say that. White House Saturday morning, President Biden said he'd have a formal signing ceremony at a later date when key members of Congress from both parties can attend. But he called the $1 trillion plan a once-in-a-generation investment that's going to create millions of jobs, modernize our infrastructure, our roads, our bridges, our broadband, a whole range of things to turn the climate crisis into an opportunity. It is an historic investment by any measure, one that promises to create legions of jobs. A blue-collar blueprint to rebuild America, and it's long overdue. Ben Thomas, Washington. The president now says illegal alien families whose children were separated from their parents at the U.S.-Mexico border during the Trump era should be compensated. If, in fact, because of the, the outrageous behavior of the last administration, You coming across the border, whether it was legal or illegal, and you lost your child. You lost your child. It's gone. You deserve some kind of compensation, no matter what the circumstance. What that will be, I have no idea. I have no idea. Discussions about possible compensation continue. Earlier reports put the amount of compensation at $450,000 per child. Mr. Biden acknowledging uncertainty with his larger social and environmental spending package, saying that time will tell whether he can keep key provisions like universal paid family leave in the final version. House Republicans like Arizona's Andy Biggs criticize certain components of the massive social package and what's being left out, saying crucial items such as protecting the southern border are not a priority for this White House. While the border is porous... And 200,000 people are being apprehended every month. Another 100,000 illegally entering who we don't know where they're coming from. They're not caught. They're gutaways. And he says much of the crime that's plaguing American cities would be solved if the southern border was secured. So there will be $450,000 offered to a certain segment of illegal migrants. Not only that, we'll continue to see opioids, fentanyl. We'll see drugs and Additional drugs and human trafficking continue across our border until we secure our border. Republican Congressman Glenn Grothman of Wisconsin offering a harsh critique of the social spending package's universal preschool provision. We are paying for the government to care for three- and four-year-olds. Traditionally in America, the raising of the children is the responsibility of the parents. I know there are people, Marxists, who believe that raising the children is the responsibility of the state. But this is a sad day for America in which the federal government, against the Constitution, by the way, is going to weigh in and say taking care of the three-year-olds is the responsibility of government. Not mom, not dad, not grandma and grandpa, the government. Another part of Build Back Better would fund education for non-citizens. The next thing is a big push towards encouraging illegal immigration. We are paying in this bill free college for people who are here illegally. The U.S. economy was supposed to help President Biden and the Democrats advance their agenda, but as of late, it's been hurting them with the voters. Fuel price analyst Trilby Lundberg says gasoline prices continue going in one direction, higher over the past two weeks. We have another five cents inside the current price of gasoline. Regular grade is now three forty-nine per gallon, and it's up $1.30 above its year-goal point. As gas prices spike, the president's job approval rating plunges just 38 percent, a record low in the latest USA Today poll.
Daybreak Insider's Eric Cudd says a Lone Star State concert quickly turned into a mass casualty event. Grammy-winning hip-hop artist Travis Scott's Astroworld Music Festival in Houston had authorities on guard from the beginning. Scott, a rap artist known for raucous and sometimes violent concerts, where the crowd is encouraged to flail about in mosh pits, crowd surf, and stage dive. Gates opened early for the sold-out show, and many stormed through security, stepping over barricades, forcing their way in. At least three were injured. Later in the evening, during the show, a crowd surge toward the stage killed at least eight youngsters between the ages of 14 and 27. Cell phone video shows the surge, and members of the audience shouting, Back up! can be heard. 17 were taken to the hospital, 11 suffered cardiac arrest, over 300 treated at the scene. Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo says it's too early to draw conclusions about what happened. It may well be that this tragedy is a result of unpredictable events, of circumstances coming together that couldn't possibly have been avoided. But until we determine that, I will ask the tough questions. Houston Police Assistant Chief Larry Satterwhite says the scene quickly turned troubling. Started having CPR on uh, several people, and it happened all at once. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner says the investigation is ongoing. We're going to do an investigation and find out because it's not fair to the producers, to anybody else involved, until we determine what happened, what caused the surge. We don't know. But we will find out. Houston Fire Chief Samuel Pena says the event organizers were prepared for emergencies. They did have a medical component. They did have some transport units. But, uh, of course, they were were quickly overwhelmed when the crowd started falling out. Scott reached out on social media after the concert, offering condolences to the families affected. Under a presidential executive order, close to 4 million federal workers must vaccinate against COVID-19 by November 22nd. Nearly 100% of staffers at the White House are vaccinated, but the rates are lower at other federal agencies, particularly law enforcement and intelligence outlets, according to the agencies and union leaders. ABC News says some resistant federal workers are digging in, filing lawsuits and protesting what they say is unfair overreach. Correspondent Ben Thomas says the federal mandate for larger private employers is stalled in federal court. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration rule requires workers at businesses with 100 or more employees be vaccinated by January 4th or face mask requirements and weekly tests. The Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has granted an emergency stay of that requirement. Louisiana's Attorney General Jeff Landry, a Republican, says the rule would impose medical procedures on the American people. White House Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre Friday called such characterizations a misread. It is a standard for safe workplace to either comply with weekly testing or to be vaccinated. President Biden has been encouraging widespread vaccinations as the quickest way out of the pandemic. Deadline reports the court order was in response to a joint petition from several businesses, advocacy groups and five states. And officials in at least half the states have filed similar challenges. Missouri's attorney general calls it unconstitutional, unlawful and unwise. 
But President Biden says mandates are prompting people to get their COVID shots. Already we've seen organizations that have adopted vaccination requirements increase their vaccination rates by more than 20 percentage points. He says prevention is the key to stopping the pandemic and bolstering the economy. We need to prevent infections, not wait to treat them once they happen. The administration is expressing confidence the workplace vaccine or test requirement will withstand legal challenges because federal safety rules preempt state laws. Jackie Quinn, Washington. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.